Everything is Awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows, like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelant Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kevin. This is a show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, it's been quite a while since I've actually uh, sat down and done an interview. We've done a, the last few episodes have been like solo episodes uh, or me sitting around with my uh, live show co-host, Mike, uh, talking about what uh, stuff. So I have not sat down to record a proper interview in quite some time. I'm excited to do it. This guest this week uh, he is, I met him at the Philadelphia podcast festival and, um, the, the first thing I think I heard him, uh, it caught my attention is I was, uh, sitting there uh, to the side with my staff shirt on, uh, wearing my Eagles hat. And I hear him say my doppelganger is over there because he has a beard and an Eagles hat. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, host of, and I probably should have, <laughs> This I definitely should have verified the official <laughs> name because I'm going to say something else that I know it's not, but it's the, the, oh God, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, the pop bottles podcast. Oh, you're so, so close. close. Well, okay, give me the name of the podcast and then oh, I'll introduce you again. <laughs> the poppin' bottles. Deck. The poppin' bottles. <laughs> All right. So close. So close. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, BK Mullen, uh, Ben, Benjamin, I'm not sure how you, what you go by, but, uh, thanks for doing uh, the show. It's really anything of this. You could call me Susan and I, I don't, whatever. I know you're talking to me. It's cool. Thank you for having me on, dude. Yes. No, I'm excited because, uh, we talked about doing this a little while ago and, and then, uh, kids, uh, yeah. <laughs> on both sides kind of stopped us from doing it. Uh, speaking of children at 10 oh nine at, uh, at night, my three-year-old daughter has wandered in. Uh, oh, uh, hi, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me a kiss goodnight. I'll cuddle you when I'm done, okay? Oh. Alright. <laughs> and uh, this is what happens. Uh, <laughs> one of the other last interviews I did was um, with a comedian, and we it was for the Robin Williams special that we did. Right. And uh, that was like a Saturday night, I think. I don't. I forget when we recorded, but we let the kids stay up late, and uh, she hung out in here the whole time <laughs> I did the podcast. In fact, uh, Mike uh, Mike Pridgen was my guest for that, and he was uh, awesome because I was like, uh, halfway through the show, I was like, can we take like a ten minute break so I can go <laughs> cuddle her? Right. Somebody needs their cuddles, and there's plenty of time to do podcasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, let's like uh, kick it off with. Uh, I like to ask this question uh, with other podcasters: Is what's your podcasting origin? What made you want to sit down and start doing a podcast? Oh gosh. Well, uh, so it was about 2012. It was 2012. 
And up to that point, I had tried a whole bunch of different things to kind of try to, like, get my voice out there. Like, mm-hmm. I tried a blog, and, and that just kind of failed in my own brain, so I scrapped that. And then, uh, and I tried music, and I, I even tried rapping for a little while, which <laughs> I might try again. Wow. Who knows? I don't know. Wow. And And nothing seemed to work out to where I could... Uh, I don't know, be on a platform where I could say what I want to say and put my ideas out there and that sort of thing. Um, I was a theater kid back in high school, but I didn't have time to do theater in my adult life. So one day I get an iPhone uh, and I love Apple forever. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, one day I, I got to upgrade and, and I got an iPhone and uh, and then I found out about the podcast app, which I guess I, it had come out a few years prior, but it, it didn't come with the phone yet. You had to download mm-hmm. it. And so I was checking stuff out, and I found uh, Smodcast with oh, okay. Kevin Smith. Okay. And uh, I've always liked Kevin Smith movies, and and you know at the time he was uh, he was popping off on YouTube too because he was you know starting yeah. to do his talks and stuff like that, yeah. and. Then came the realization that I could do a podcast because okay. I had a laptop and a microphone. It was a shitty laptop and a shitty microphone, but I could do it. And I gave it a shot, and here I am. That's <laughs> in 2017, still podcasting. It's uh, it's neat to to kind of continue the parallels. I, I believe, um, just based off of uh, listening to your live show. Uh, I tattooed moms for the the fifth annual podcast fest here in Philly, and um, I, I guess I kind of, like I normally don't do any research, but honestly, I, I I was going around your Twitter feed and like anything that I could find that was linked to your name right. to figure out what the B stood for because I I had no <laughs> idea. So so I went around and I saw a couple of the sites that you've written for and whatnot, and like uh, somehow it led me. I guess it was your your Ben Saves Earth dot com page or whatever. Oh, Earth uh, versus Ben. Earth versus Ben. That's it. That's it. Um, in Earth Two, it's Ben Saves Earth. Uh, oh, but, okay. <laughs> uh, but it's so. But it, it is um, like my origin story is pretty similar. Where uh, it starts with Kevin Smith, except mine started about ten years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. I, when he started Smodcast, I, I'm a, also a massive Kevin Smith fan. I probably. Oh yeah, and back to my original point about stalking you to figure out what your first name was <laughs> is um i it was between that and your your live show uh i think we probably have a, a couple years between us i'm i'm i think 30 yeah 33 I'm 33 uh, years yeah, old i'm i'm 27 so not right. not many years not many yeah, years couple. not many years but a couple years uh and yeah 2007 is when I uh, I think he started in February of 07 Smodcast right and yeah. then um, I started potting in um, July July 1st 2007 was the very first episode of anything I ever put up was nice um, and it's yeah very similar like you know I would say um, it was it wasn't even I would say it was after that. A year or two after that is when I was like, you know what? If he can make a movie, I can make a movie. It was, right. <laughs> it started off with like, well, if he's doing a podcast, like I got things and yeah, uh, I can do this. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, I, I'm a massive fan of uh, Smith as well. And we're actually my fiance is in the same room. Uh, she walked in and she heard me say that and uh, <laughs> gave a little chuckle uh, because it's I pro- I guess because I probably worship the ground that he walks on. 
Uh, we're actually going to. Uh, he's coming to Philly uh, in November, and I'm going for uh, yeah. Babylon. And oh, yeah. um, are you going? Uh, I might be. I went to the very first Philly uh, oh. Hollywood Babylon. Oh, nice. Years ago now, or something like that. Uh, but yeah. it was like we were packed into the Trocadero, and like it was literally shoulder to shoulder people. Mm-hmm. And Ralph steps out first and then Kevin and everybody just exploded. It was amazing. It was Yeah, amazing. I haven't uh the last time um I haven't seen Kevin Smith live in Philly at all. Uh and I have not seen his we I tra- we went to um uh California recently and uh it was happened to be the weekend that he was away uh for the London Comic Con, but I was trying to find cuz they had, like they were advertising tickets for Babylon right. uh <laughs> Sorry, my fiance was going to flip a switch and she, to turn the light off, and she looked at me. I was like, "Don't touch anything, no. <laughs> please, please don't You're touch shut anything." Me down or something. <laughs> uh, anyway, and um, so I tweeted at Ralph because you know I figured he I have a better shot of him answering me than I, Kevin at this point. Right. And um, I was like, "Yo, uh, I have a website that says there's a Babylon show this weekend. Is that true?" And it wasn't. There wasn't because we were, like we were down there for a couple of days and like our Friday night. Uh, or uh, was pretty clear. So, like, if we could have gotten tickets, we were going to go. So, I'm excited. We're, we're actually doing. I'm going to both Babylon and the, an evening with back to back on the third and fourth. So, I'm pretty stoked for that. That's going to be a uh, an exciting. It's weird. It's a weird time uh, because it's a couple like and not to bring the show down, but it's a couple days before the year anniversary of my uncle's death. Oh, uh, so, like, it's going to be a weird weekend where it's yeah. like. He's like he's he introduced me to Kevin Smith too, so it's like a really weird weekend. Dude, of talk like about up and emotions. down emotions, dang. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting uh, weekend to say the least. But yeah. Uh, so what? So what, did is this podcast that you do now? The uh, say it again because I think I, I I talked over you when you told me it was the Poppin' Bottles Dadcast. That's the one. Boom! Got it. Is that the um? <laughs> is that the first one that? you started and you're in continuing to do or is there something else that you've done so <laughs> that's an interesting question uh that's the longest running show okay that i have uh okay. so when i first started in 2012 i had a show called michigas and rum that was my first show and it lasted yeah, a couple of months you know mm-hmm. it was okay but yeah, I, I wasn't entirely impressed with it. Like I, I was trying too hard. I was like, I was basically writing scripts beforehand. It was craziness. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then one day we move in to uh, a new townhouse, and I noticed that the neighbor and his wife they have two little girls, and their youngest one is the same age as my little girl, who had just been born, and so we started chit chatting in the driveway and. We just started talking and talking and talking, and after a while, we realized it had been about an hour and a half. <laughs> and uh, and his name is Nick, Nick Brown. And uh, I was like, "Yo, I, you know, I'm really into podcasting right now. Do you know what those are?" And he's like, "Yeah, I know what those are." 
Like, do you want to do one about parenting? Because wouldn't that be neat? Like, two dads just talking about being dads. And he's like, oh, my God, that's the best thing ever. And and maybe we could be friends. Because <laughs> every parent knows that one of the first things you lose when becoming a parent is friends. <laughs> it's, at the very least, it is uh, very difficult to, to maintain those friendships, with, especially if, like, because, you know, none of my friends, uh, close friends at least, have kids. And right. uh, luckily, uh, at least you know my best friend Mike, who's also the co-host of my live show. Um, he's he's probably the strongest friendship that I've maintained through parenthood. We don't we don't see each other uh, very often unless it's like at lunch at work or the occasional hangout or a live podcast. Right. Uh, but we talk like I literally talk to him. I probably I, I talk to him every day. Uh, through email and whatnot, so uh, it's it, luckily I like that is like the one thing I tried not to lose was like that friendship. But uh, yeah, it is. It's um, you know, I have a uh, five-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter, nice. and it is uh, yeah, it's super tough. You know, it's 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 so, like it's one of the things, and it's funny because you, you're I guess the topic of your live show that you did for the podcast best was like things people no one tells you about uh, when when you become a parent or what uh, and. Like, yeah, no one tells you, like, hey, by the way, like, all your friends, like, you're not going to see them anymore. Yeah, ever. <laughs> never, ever. never yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and is, how old is your, your daughter now? She just turned four last week. Oh, okay. Well, see, I feel like now it's like at that, like, once they hit three or so and they're, and, and they kind of are a little bit more independent, uh, it gets easier to kind of get back to your old life. Like, I took. And like, first of all, like have going back to your, your original podcast, have no shame in it not being that like a couple months. I've most of the I've done, I think in 10 years, like I've, I've been a part of 13 different podcasts and uh, only yeah. only two of them were like substantial amount of time, including this one. I, I uh, am exactly on the same level as you because what what I was going to say was, you know, my first podcast was, uh, you know, a couple of months and then. My second one was Poppin' Bottles, and that's the longest running. But in between that, you know, 2012 and 2017, I think I've started about, I want to say, like, 15, 16 shows. (laughs) Oh, wow, yeah. And I think three or four have had, like, any modicum of success Hmm. whatsoever. (laughs) Well, and it's, and it's weird, like, because my, my definition of success for a podcast is, has way changed in the last decade. Like, it right. started out being like, oh, I'm going to make money. I'm going to be, uh, <laughs> you know, I want to be the the biggest thing in podcasting. And it, and it was, and I came from it from, like, a radio point of view because, like, back then, like, 10 years ago, if you, like, if you go back and you can think of any podcast from 10 years ago, like, the, A, there weren't many. Right. So, like, if you were an indie podcaster, like, really, for me, my basis was uh, Philadelphia Radio. And, and right around then, like, Talk FM, or what was it called? Free Free FM? Whatever um, it was called. Something like that. Or Free yeah. Talk FM. Something like, something that, like yeah. that. But that was, like, really hot. Like, Stern had... Uh, had had just left or was getting... I think he had at least announced he was leaving. Yeah. Um, Kid Chris was on and, and, and he was hot. You know, Barsky was on after him or, or maybe just before him. Mountain Huggy were on from the 2 to 4 p.m. slot. Right. We actually based my original show off of Mountain Huggy. It was two hours and 15-minute segments or whatever. And, like, we did it. We did radio. We didn't do – I don't think we did a traditional podcast that, that we know now. Right. And, um yeah, it's just uh, it, it's back then it was like, well, I want to do this for a living, and now it's like, 
after 10 years of realizing that, <laughs> hey, you're not going to make money uh, doing this. It's it's all about like, oh, let me be creatively fulfilled. And like, I, I would assume that one of the issues you may have ran into is that it's hard to have uh, do this with more than one person. Um, oh, yeah, be- definitely. Because it's scheduling. It's just impossible. And then like we t- I took about a year, maybe longer, two years. I stopped. I didn't really do a, a podcast on a regular basis uh, when you know when my son was born. I took a year or two, and I think honestly, I think I want to say I started sitting down and recording with him, um, like when he was three, uh, and that was like right around when I started to kick this back up again, and right. um, just because he like he likes the idea of a podcast, so like he kind of like like made me hop back into it almost. Um, and that's like now it's all about like hey like i'm i feel uh, creatively fulfilled like that's what i i don't have to rely on another co-host so like that's a big stretcher that's gone right um and i can just sit around i love to talk like my favorite thing in the world is to is to bs uh so so like creatively i feel great and now it's turned into like, all right, well, let's see how I can like one up myself basically. And like, right. you know, I turned into doing the live shows and then like do a live show at a, a comic book store and we're actually tr- in talks with doing uh, a live show at a Ren fair. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I, I'm hoping that by the time I edit this, I can have a, a commercial for it. Cause nice. We're literally in like the final talks about how it's gonna work because like <laughs> I don't I, I I'm not a big run fair guy are you? You know, I've always been a fan and I have a lot of friends and my brother's yeah. gone a, a whole bunch, but it's just like I don't know I've just never had the time and I, I'm on the. I'm on my phone and I'm looking at prices for tickets and I'm like, eh, do I really want to do this? I don't know. Like I've always it's, been like me, like yeah. teeter totter about it. Yeah. You know, I, I went, um, I want to say as a kid, I probably went with my parents to like the big PA run fair. Right. Uh, once or twice as a kid. And then as a teenager slash like young adult, I went with my friends once or twice and like, they're all super into it. And, like, I appreciate that, like, style of, like, fantasy and geek and stuff, but it's really yeah. not, like, like Lord of the Rings, like, I watched them once. I'm never going to watch them again. <laughs> it took me forever to get into Game of Thrones, and I still am only on season three, but it took me, like, forever. We, we, we have something to talk about, you and I, actually, <laughs> okay, okay. regarding Game of Thrones. Interesting. And, and you, you can cut this out if you want, but... okay. Let, let me let me just, let me just say I I had an idea based off of something someone said on Facebook about a Game of Thrones podcast, despite the fact that I have never seen a single episode. <laughs> it's it's funny. Um, we did uh, and I we it was a a way for my my friend Mike. Uh, he was like, "Here's how I want to get you to, to to watch Game of Thrones. We're gonna do a Game of Thrones podcast." Nice. Um, and it still took me uh, four viewings of the <laughs> pilot to get through it. I kept on falling asleep during it because it's. <laughs> I've heard like everyone, like even my everyone that loves the show, I've heard that like it's just like eh, it's a tough episode to get through because it's a lot of setup. Right. Uh, but we yeah we did it's uh, late to the pot or no uh, late to the game dot 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 of Thrones. Uh, ah, I get it. And, and it was like, you know, the concept is my buddy is, uh, he watches it on the reg and, and I don't, right. and, um, but, uh, much like, uh, that's probably the most recent podcast that I started. And then it kind of just petered out because again, when you have to schedule it and like, all right, well, we have to watch 
this episode and then we have to meet by this time to record it. It just yeah. becomes way too hectic. And it was something that we did like at lunch because we work within like 10 minutes of each other. So it was like, hey, we right. can do this at lunch. And then it just became like, well, no, <laughs> let's not do it. Yeah, scheduling gets crazy, man. But I, you know, it, I think like stuff like that, like, you know, I don't, and I'm not necessarily a guy that, that needs to like a big like twist or hook for your podcast. Like, if it's just, if it's entertaining to me, which is literally as simple as two best friends sitting around talking, like, that's, that's all I need. Uh, if you go to Reddit, they hate that idea. Like, I remember, <laughs> I remember before I, I discovered the Philadelphia Podcasting Society, I just thought that the podcasting community were just a bunch of mean people because, like, oh. it was Reddit at the time. Like, that's all I really, I, because, now here's where our age gap probably helps you and hurts me is social media. Like I really just kind of learned how to use Twitter within the last year or so to like properly right. promote the show. I, I, I hate social media when it comes to like anything really. Like I use Facebook <laughs> as like mainly uh, like, like, Hey, let's post pictures of the kids. And every now and then I'll say something stupid, but right. and then Twitter's all about just like, Hey, let's promote the show and whatnot. Yeah. Social uh, media has been weird and, in, in- so many ways for like the development especially of of pop and bottles because mm-hmm. when we started out you know like we were talking about earlier and we kind of keep snaking back and forth but it's cool that's gonna happen that's the point of the oh show. yeah now it's, it's one of the beautiful things about podcasting is that you can just have a conversation but anyway uh so when we started out uh nick was doing a dad blog and actually he okay. still does and when we started doing the podcasts, we got approached by um, a guy named Ryan Hamilton from Life of Dad. Do you know Life of Dad at all? It's you know it sounds familiar. They, they uh, did the Cheerio challenge. Okay, okay. That yeah. went, like popped off on uh, Facebook and stuff last okay. year. Okay, but, uh, okay. But we got approached by them because at the time they were kind of redesigning their site. And they decided to include like a whole section just for dad podcasters. Oh, n- and so they approached us to be a part of it, and we were like, "Yeah, totally." And then they were also like, "Well, if you guys are going to be on our site and do the podcast and stuff like that, do you also want to do a blog?" And he was all in for it, and I was like, "Sure, <laughs> maybe, kind of, sure." And so. <laughs> So what's been really weird with like the development of the podcast and everything is that as the years have gone by, we've gotten a lot of like promotional stuff and sponsorships and that sort of thing for the blog and then we would tack on, you know, hey, we also do a podcast, so how about we mention your brand during the podcast as well as doing this blog post for you and that sort of thing and they all thought it was great. And after a while, it sort of started to switch over to, you know, 50-50, they want a blog and a podcast, and then it sort of started to lean towards more podcast than blog. And then all of a sudden, it was like, almost dropped the podcast completely, and all they wanted was social media, you know? So, it's been so crazy, like, the balance of everything. Well, yeah, and, and, of social media and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's you know, 
always evolving. Like, I mean, when literally, again, you know, this is podcasting the way to promote start out on MySpace. Like, that's how, right, yeah. that's how we, like, through, and I don't even remember the MySpace lingo, but through notes, maybe? I have no idea. It's, I it, don't know. All but, I remember is Tom and my top five, and yes. my profile song was, uh, oh gosh, what was it called? Cut my life into pieces. Oh, I don't even my... remember pro- profile songs. I don't yeah. know. Oh gosh, <laughs> I, I don't. It was terrible, dude. Uh, I, it's, <laughs> but I remember when that was like the th- like that's the only way you could promote your. Oh your yeah, and, and if you that. took somebody out of your top five, yeah. dead. The, your friendship yeah. was completely over. It was. It tough. was insane. And I at one point like, and I think, I. Th- Thing. I don't know. It's I don't think it's branded for anything I currently do, but I, something related to either my old podcast or like our entertainment company. That's entertainment. One of the two. Uh, it still has a, a MySpace account. Like I, I was like oh I, I googled it a while ago. That's hilarious. Like, it was one of the like on the second or third page, like myspace.com slash whatever it is. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder if like. If I tried to actively use this again, if it would if if it would garner any attention, but oh, I have no idea. I I know every once in a while I I keep hearing about this website and I can't remember what it's called, but basically you can it allows you to go like back in time. Oh yeah yeah through it's, the internet to see old pages and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah. oh my gosh, I wonder. I, I, I wonder forget. if I can find my old MySpace page. That'd be dope. <laughs> I, I forget the actual URL, but I think it's part of the like the Internet Archive. I, I forget the what, right. but it's, it's uh, the Wayback. If you Google like Internet Wayback Machine or something like that, <laughs> it will get you where where you need to go, and you can type right. in a URL, and it takes you like back to it has like several save states and let me tell you something that actually has been some one of the biggest lifesavers for me when it comes to like looking things up that i used to do like that's how i I, like i knew that uh 2017 was going to be the 10-year mark of me doing podcasting and i knew it was the summer i knew i thought it was like june mid-june to to mid-july i was like i don't know like the official date i was like huh I don't own the URL anymore, but like maybe there's like something like back from 2007 with com, and absolutely like I typed it in and it was there and I was able to go back uh, far enough to where like I I saw the first episode and like I've done that for, I used to, um, I used to wrestle uh, like WWE style wrestling and um, I was looking something up, up for that, like to figure out like, you know, what one, one of the shows we did, like, I don't know. I'm like I need to know this stuff because it's ne- it's not important. It's like my own personal pop culture that no one else cares about but me. And like I was able to go onto whatever the web I think it was like ftwonline.com or something. I was able to go to that and be like, oh, like cool. Like here's I think I downloaded like an old uh, uh, like we had a match up there that I that I was part of. And it, I was like, oh, I can download the video. Like that's the even the yeah, coolest that's- thing. Is that you can go on that thing and you you know find a website from you know ten years ago, yeah. and as long as it's not too deep, um, I think you can maybe do a click or two to get to the like the the file you want, and you can right. usually find it. If it's any deeper than two clicks, it's gone, probably gone forever. But um, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a lifesaver, uh, especially like because the internet's even though it's so new, like it's kind of old at the same time. Dude, I love seeing old stuff pop up, especially on like, uh, like if you just go through StumbleUpon, 
Yeah, which yeah. I do every once in a while, and it lasts like I have to call them sessions. They're they're just stumble upon sessions, and they last a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And I'll click into like bizarre and oddities topic and stuff like that, and I'll just stumble, 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 and like like I found a picture. You know, just speaking about technology in general, I found this picture of uh, these guys with a pickup truck outside of Texas Instruments back in, like, the late 50s or something like that. Oh, wow. And they're loading this gigantic box. Like, it must have been seven foot tall by eight foot long, you know, by three feet wide or something like that. And they're, you know, hauling this huge box onto the back of this truck out of Texas Instruments, and it's labeled, um, you know, moving a five millibyte storage rack or something like that. That's like insane. some crazy yeah. small amount of space yeah. that like, you know, you can buy this tiny little disc that holds a terabyte now yeah. for a yeah. hundred bucks. Like I yeah. can't even imagine that. It's um and it's you know, to kinda even show like like the T V or H D slash standard definition, uh as little as about we'll say ten years ago, uh yeah. That I I was to uh, last night I think I was um, I took some old DVDs that we had made up for our wrestling that we had um, and we uh, and I I I, went, I was like oh I don't want to keep these DVDs anymore I'm gonna just rip it digitally and just keep it on a hard drive right and like the quality which was like I remember we like we we were like oh man this is so much because we like. <laughs> We were the a-holes that we started in the backyard and we videotaped it with VHS and and yep. all those all that type of con- technology and then eventually moved on to uh, hiring someone to film for us when we would do live shows oh, uh, at the like we we got Pennsylvania is a pain in the ass to, to try to wrestle it <laughs> legally so uh, but we did it we were able to do it and we and we when we went pro uh, we we had someone come out and record for us and. Uh, I was like, oh my god, we're on. We we have it on DVD. It's the highest definition we'll ever see ourselves wrestling. <laughs> and like looking at it, the uh, last night or whenever I ripped it, I was like, wow, like I can barely tell that's me. <laughs> like, the- yeah, it, it's like back in uh, back in I think, gosh, it was like 2000, 2006, 2007. I was hanging out with a, like a bunch of my friends were doing the backyard wrestling stuff, and uh, it was mostly on trampoline. Okay. And they were uploading videos to YouTube uh, because I guess one of my buddies had, had just gotten like a brand new Sony handheld camcorder thing, you know, mm-hmm. and it copied to a little disc or a little flash drive that like plugged in the side and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I never wrestled as a part of it, but I got to do the intro to one of the videos. Oh, nice. And my uh, – this is just, you know, okay, 2006 – to now and I'm looking at these things on YouTube the other day and I'm like god this is just horrible and that was a brand new camera like I can't even imagine yeah Uh, it freaks me out sometimes you're freaking me out now it it is it's it's like you can look at technology and say well it's you know some of it's existed forever like you know like there there were computers 60 70 years ago but like also less than 10 years ago video quality kind of sucked <laughs> like yeah. it, w- it wasn't great uh and now we can literally take 4k on our phone 
Yeah, like, it's, it's it's great. Like I upgraded from an iPhone four to an iPhone six, and there's a huge, like, huge adjustment there. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, I went. I went from. Uh, well, I had a some Android phone. I don't know. I, I was a big Android guy when the when the 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 first one that came out was on T-Mobile. The uh, right. I forget what, Google something Google Jeep. I don't know what it was, um, <laughs> but it was like it was the very first like. And Android-based smartphone, and I think maybe iPhone was out or was about to come out or something. Right. Um, but it was like the iPhone one still. Like it, they weren't upgrading every six months like they do now. And yeah. uh, and I was like, oh, this is great. Like it's like the picture actually looks like a picture. It's not like this grainy like picture that like flip phones used to take. Yeah. And uh, and like On your razor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't even. Uh, I didn't have my. Uh, well, man, I got my first phone was like literally like it was a flip phone but it was like just the green backlit screen and <laughs> it looked like a little it like it was a little tank yeah, and yeah. Like, i mean that's i think when i started working at like 15 or 16 is when i when i was able to get a cell phone and uh so like it's you know about i will say 18 years ago so even that like that's a short amount of time to see technology go from like literally a phone that all it could do was call and I, I, I assume text. I was I assume I was able to text on it, right? Uh, to like literally again, it's a TV now. Like I can watch yeah. a movie on my phone, and I often do at lunch. Uh, I will go to my car and watch it like a movie <laughs> or something or a TV show. Yeah, we we have gone to you know on our lunch break, just being able to play Snake. Yeah. to now watching Netflix and, and stuff yeah, like that. like I will and uh, what's like I, I work in an area that is crappy reception so like uh, Netflix being able to uh, allow me to download it to my phone first right. like it's like I can literally just download like five well not, I guess really to get through lunch one episode of uh, like I'm trying to I'm trying to burn through Iron, F- Iron Fist now so I can get to the Defenders right and so it's like oh I can just download one episode to my phone and like boom at lunch I can sit down and watch it don't have to worry about whether there's a signal or not like it's just there it's not gonna be choppy and and it's yeah like as little as 18 years ago you couldn't do anything more than phone calls and uh, texting and maybe snake like you said <laughs> like maybe, maybe snake yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so we've meandered into technology and I wanted to chat with you sort of because we're you know uh, we talked about chatting podcasts a bit mm-hmm. uh, you know a lot of the questions that I get because I do a little bit of speaking on podcasting yeah uh, which I think is neat like I saw that as like something that like hey if you want me to speak like contact me I need to get into that like that's like that's amazing uh, it's it's amazing and like I, I actually just started building a whole new website just for speaking engagement stuff because I've done a couple which I one of them was paid and oh, see, the other ones were just my friends were just kind of like, Hey, so you, do you kind of want to do this for me? You know, that's what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was awesome. Like I, I had an amazing experience and you know, uh, it's just, it, it's basically the same reason I got into podcasting, which is, you know, being able to express myself in that mm-hmm. way. And now I even get to teach it to other people. It's awesome. Yeah, that's super. Like that is the idea of, you know, I've in recent uh, time I've seen more and more conventions that have nothing to do with podcasting have a podcasting right. element to it. Whether it's a live show or like even like 
podcasting 101 <laughs> like yeah i've seen it and it's like oh my god like and um pax unplugged is like the next kind of big convention coming to philly like we i was like well i'm not i don't that's kind of like role playing in in podcasting is even though it's been around i th- i think there's been shows that have been around since the beginning of podcasting with it it's actually still a relatively new thing it had a boom a couple of years ago and then it's just kind of been going great ever since but like they're just starting to hit cons within the last two years and whatnot. So I was like, well, I mean, I'm not right. a tabletop player necessarily, but like I do a lot of interviews and, and I, you know, I'm a tabletop fan. Like, ah, let me like try to get into that scene. And like, like I said, the Renaissance fair is like, uh, I think yeah. an untapped unconventional scene that I'm trying I'll to get into. I'll tell you what we should do though. We should go to the gaming con and we should just set up next to a table Mm-hmm. And pretend like we're sportscasters, you know? <laughs> and we'll just do a show like we'll just be calling a magic game, basically. It's like, oh, he played the big one. Oh, no. You know? I, I wish that I still knew magic well enough because that's. I know. Like, I, right in this moment, I tried to think of a valid card that I could just call out. I'm like, no, no, I forget. I forget. Yeah. And even if I could think of a valid card, it was valid yeah. 10 years ago. Like, I, I played magic. My brother in law um, is. Uh, like, he used to play it as a kid, too. And I want to say a year or two ago, he's like, hey, let's start playing magic. And I was like, yeah, I used to play Magic. So, like, we started playing, and, like, it blew my mind, like, the, the new... Like, it's so complicated to even play now. It's like, well, yeah, it's there's crazy. colorless Magic, and, like, what? <laughs> there's, there's, like, and, like, there's... You can have a card that you can ride? What? A transportation card? What's going on? And so yet, somehow... Pokemon now is way more complicated, and I, I don't see, understand it for a second. <laughs> I, I played. I, I don't think I ever got into Pokemon cards as a kid. I was a fan of the show and a fan of the like. Po- like I played Pokemon Red or right. whatever the, the original game was, Red and Blue. Um, but I never got into the card game, and I don't know why. And like my son, uh, he's not. He's only into it because his older cousin's into it. So like nice. I tried to sit down and play a game with him uh, of Pokemon, but I'm like I don't know if I'm even playing right. <laughs> like uh, yeah, I exactly. kind of used my old school magic knowledge to inform <laughs> how I played that game, and I don't know if it started right at all. Um, right. But going back to technology, you were going on a, on you you had a question that, that oh, you were going to say about technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've noticed over you know the course of of my i guess you would call it a podcasting career i don't know yeah. <laughs> i don't know yeah. if i want to go that far but you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> i get it I, the, i'm in the same boat i know yeah <laughs> but uh but the change in technology with this has been i i don't i feel like there was a gradual period like if i put my own timeline in perspective like 2012 when i started with my my cheap Dell laptop and I had one of those uh, you know the long skinny microphones that used to come with desktops yeah I I was using one of those right and uh, about two years into the podcast uh, my parents bought me a, uh, a blue yeti okay and at the time they were just starting to kind of you know uh, put it into their marketing that it's good for interviewing. Not a, they wouldn't even use the word podcast. They just said yeah. interviewing, right? Yeah. And as far as stuff like like ZenCaster, so that, that takes us to like 2014. ZenCaster, I don't think was even around yet. No, ZenCaster is um, relatively new. 
the the closest one that I could find and that I could afford to have host the podcast is called Spreaker, okay. which I actually still use because, you know, they've made it better over the years. But I'm just thinking back to what was available then, and it's like the, the difference between it, it seemed like a I don't know. What am I? What am I trying to say? I'm, I'm kind of going around in circles in my own head. It, well, it seemed like from 2012 to 2015, it was a gradual grow, yeah. and then from 2015 to now, it's been like an explosion. Like it's crazy. Yeah, and and I want to say 2015 sounds like about when when Serial came out. Yeah, uh, that's right. And, yeah, and I I whole wholly believe um, that Serial helped put. Uh, podcasting on the map like even though I think in 2015 uh, podcasting was still pretty popular um, right. like everyone a lot of people that I knew knew about it but it, I also had done it for so long at that point yeah uh, so so I may have been an unfair advantage that, that with the people I knew <laughs> but I mean there were still people that I would run into that had no idea what a podcast was and then serial came about and like even like if if my grandmother was alive she would have been listening to it like right like exactly. that's how um, serial you know I would still say that and I want to say I actually read a number out there that it's like still like forty percent of the people don't know what a podcast is, uh, yeah. out, of, out of everyone in the world or in or on in in the states. Forty percent of the people don't know, which is still like a huge chunk. But like I would say, as early as 2014, 2015, maybe only thirty percent of people knew what a podcast was. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's like I do I do podcasts with my parents and they're still not a hundred percent sure <laughs> yeah. what it is. So you know, <laughs> it's, and it's and and you know I discussed this you know when I when I talked about my uh, when we did my ten year special, but like ten years ago, uh, like it was everything that that I do now we did then like we we had to figure out how to record, but we didn't know how. Like right, right now, and I still kind of adopt some of that old. Uh, old technology which involves multiple computers and stuff when i when i run like a, a studio setup right um but like now it's literally a computer and a microphone and a pair of apple earbuds and you know it's and and furthermore like i could i could just record on my phone like i could literally if i'm doing yeah. a, I, I usually will record a commercial or like a, a, a pre-intro or a post uh outro like i'll right. record on my iphone with apple earbuds and it sounds pretty good pretty good quality i you know what a lot better than you know 2008 2009 yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> unless like, you had like top end you know yeah. sure microphones absolutely and, yeah i mean it, it's I would say that like it's weird to kind of talk technology with podcasting because on one hand it's like well how much better can recording actually get when you're in studio I'm right. talking in studio recording like you know how much better are mics going to get between now you know and 10 years from now because honestly there's you know I'm using and they're I know that they're not as great like they're Radio Shack microphones I can get better quality microphones Right. Um, but honestly, like in a pinch, they're, they're great. They still sound good. Um, yeah. I have a, I don't think it's sure I, what, there's another one that starts with S I forget who it is. Um, but there's another, I have this, a better microphone and it's, um, and, and you can tell the sound quality difference between that and the Radio Shack one. Right. Um, but like, again, like that mic's is probably five to six years old and I've used a newer mic. 
Uh, and it sounds it sounds pretty similar when you when you use those high quality mics. So on one hand, it's like, all right, well, how much better is podcasting technology going to get? And it's really like you have to think outside the box almost because like, yeah, maybe you're like what you use to record your voice. Like you're not going to necessarily improve upon that uh, over and over and over again. Right. Um, because again, it's pretty simple process as far as I, you know, I'm not a sound engineer, but I'm going to say it's a pretty simple process to do that. <laughs> but like, remote podcasting, which is what you and I are doing right now. Right. Uh, honestly, and I'm not, I mean, I guess I'm, I, they do sponsor my live shows, but uh, it, it, the Zencaster, I'm, I'm saying this as like a, like this isn't a, this, what I'm saying now isn't a paid sponsorship from them. They don't pay right. for when I talk <laughs> about them on this, you know, the non live shows uh, they are, I have never had a remote podcast sound better than I do with Zencaster because to start back 10 years ago, you had to like, I don't even know if Skype was around 10 years ago. Um, I think they were, but just for like conference calls, basically like there was no video whatsoever. I want to say hangouts, Google hangouts had just started about 10 years ago. Cause I remember it was crap. (laughs) <laughs> and you know it wasn't ha- even called hangouts it was just google chat and you could do yeah. voice in google chat and that's how we recorded like the one of the first episodes that i ever did the first episode i ever did i was actually in maine for work so like yeah. i don't know i mean it's a podcast i don't know why we didn't just say let's wait till i get home but whatever like we said <laughs> let's re- we gotta record it tonight and i'm yeah. in maine and like it used to be like my producer had like four computers set up because he had to have me on one computer have my co-host on another computer he had to have record on one computer he had to have a right. soundboard another computer and he had had phones on another computer yeah so it was a crazy setup and it wasn't until um skype started becoming more popular that they started developing like like skype recorder programs right and i used to use them and like they're good like at least you get it recorded but you still hear like that bandwidth issue like you know where voices drop or they elongate or or something uh, and like finally in 2016, when I started using Zencaster, cause I was like, I was having audio drift issues, which with Ugh. Skype call recorder, you can't fix like that. You yeah. get one, you get one track. Right. Uh, so you or, can't or you that. download it as an MP3 to an editing thing. And then you have to sit there for seven hours and edit. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, and I, you know, it was, I did four interviews. Uh, one of them was two hours long. Three of them were an hour long. Five hours of my life, five hours, you know, of, of in total of guests donating their time to me um, right. that ha- suffered from audio drift. And I wasn't going to it was it was just it was almost impossible because as I was asking the question, they were starting to answer or they were started to answer before I even finished asking the question. That's how right. bad the audio drift was, was with whatever call recorder I was using. And I was like, I, this just doesn't, this, I can't do this. And now I have to ask all these people to come back on. And like, I, I guess I'm just going to have to, I'm going to have to see what Zencaster does. Like I had used it once as a guest one time. And like, it's, it's again, you know, free ad for them. Like, it's great. Like it records everything to a separate tracks and I can, I don't have audio drift all that often. And when I do, it's like, I literally have to nudge you over to the right a little bit and then it fixes right. it for the entire hour. Um, and it's yeah, just not how advertising for it. I, this is my first time using it, and I, I, I'm very, I'm, I'm a little bit speechless. Like I'm super yeah. impressed. Like the audio quality is, is, uh, I might, it's, I might have to start using it. It's and 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 what's, 
to the last little free bit of advertising for them is that it's <laughs> the like last said, tiny little bit. <laughs> even if like I were to hear you drop or you were to hear me drop, you know, because I'm getting the it's recording locally to your computer. Computer, it's recording locally to my computer. It goes up to my Dropbox, so I get like on like the the raw content of that. So like you don't get the audio drops. It, it's just it's I I've never had anything make it sound like we're in the same room before until I started using Sengaster. It's so tiny. Uh, okay, let, let, let's move on. Let's yes. move on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's just the show. Like, podcasting technology, I think really, like, what you're looking at is all, like, the bells and whistles when it comes to a podcast and, and what it takes to kind of put that stuff together. Like, <clears throat> that's the technology we're looking at to see how it can improve. Because I, I honestly don't know, like, in how do you improve the voicing in, in over the next 10 years? I don't Maybe right. by making microphones uh, more portable, maybe making them smaller or whatnot, but, like... Aside from that, I don't think you're going to get better quality sounding podcasts than we have now. Like it's, I think that's peak. Yeah, but and, all and the other stuff. Thing, sorry, go ahead. That's it. That was my period. All the other stuff. Period. All the other stuff. Yeah. So, well, that's the thing is, and um, you know, I hate to do any more free advertising, but that that was the biggest thing that I noticed with blue microphones. Uh, when I went back to buy a new one because I really liked my experience with the one that I had and then it broke. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I have a couple of years on this thing, so let's see what they have now. And they have, gosh, I think four different microphones now, all for whatever different setup that you want. You know, like, uh, I bought the Snowball because I think it's awesome, and it does all the things that I want to do and that sort of thing. Uh, but they have one now that can plug directly into your Apple device or yeah. plug directly into your laptop or whatever. And uh, it was like two years. It was two years ago. Two years ago, I was using the one, and um, they all have uh, they all have a USB cable, right? And my laptop died. So I kind of had to make the decision based on budget. I was like, do I want to buy a new laptop or do I want to go to an iPad where I know I can still record, but then how am I going to plug my standard USB microphone into my iPad? And that's when I found the exact, I guess, do they call it dongles still? Uh, I mean, I do. Okay. <laughs> as, a, as a guy that works in the IT field, I still call it dongle. I use that word today, actually. Right. <laughs> so I, I actually found the perfect dongle while I was walking through uh, a tech store, and it's meant to be, you know, the Lightning USB and to uh, a female USB receptacle for transferring photos from a camera, but it's still got all the bits and pieces in it that I need for my USB microphone. So I picked it up. It was like 15 bucks at the time. And now you can get one for five. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I plugged it into my, my, uh, I bought an iPad. I bought this immediately and I went home and I, the first thing I did after setting it up was download the app for the, uh, the host site that I was using and I plugged in my microphone and it sounded amazing. And I was like, I jumped for joy. It was amazing. Yeah. It's like the most portable thing I could possibly think of aside from just doing it on my phone. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it, it gives you options when it comes to like, you don't have to go out and get that, uh, like the H four or the H six, uh, which is like a nice piece of equipment. And, and as from an editing standpoint, uh, makes a whole lot of sense to get, 
but like in a pinch, you know, w- whether you use your phone or an iPad, if you want something with a bigger screen, like I, I, I haven't been able to succeed. Like here's the, like, I also, like I said earlier in the conversation, like at one point when I was like, I think when I hit 27, 28, I was like, I think I want to start, like, I think I want to make a movie one day before I die. Uh, and like, that's like always like the, like we will film something, me and my buddies. Uh, right. and it's like, well, the audio is not there. Let's like find a way to get better audio. And, uh, like we, I got a road mic, a uh, shotgun mic for, for the iPhone. And it's right. like, it's awful. <laughs> like if, I, if I'm being honest, it's, because like for whatever reason it picks up static. And I don't know if that's because it's plugging into the, the 3.5 jack versus the lightning adapter or whatever. Uh, right. and it's like, that's the tricky thing. Like as, as great as technology is advanced for, um, like the phone and like people have literally made a movie on a phone, like Tangerine, I believe it was, was the first movie, uh, first Sundance movie, at least shot on an iPhone. And um, you still need to like, you need to incorporate good sound to make it happen and whatnot. And like, um, that's like the big thing for me is like, let me, how do I find a way to hook up a good microphone to this? And like, uh, like I said, most of the time I just try not to uh, have a guest on when when I'm using my phone because (laughs) it's it's just not, um, it's, I can't get the quality I necessarily want. Now, I'll honestly just use like the the built-in microphone and it's still as long as you have the right app, it still sounds kind of good. You can yeah. kind of tell that we're both kind of sitting a couple feet away from it, but other than that, you know, it's again, I mean, podcasts are free. <laughs> That's the way I always look at like I'm giving this to yeah. you for free. Sometimes you're going to get an episode that doesn't sound so good. Sometimes, but <laughs> 9 times out of 10 you're going to get a pretty good episode. Yeah, uh, up until I got the the uh, the fancy USB adapter for the microphone, whenever I was gonna try and record on my phone, I had one of those horrible uh, was it three point five millimeter double jack split things. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would try to I would plug that in and then have two you know uh, Apple or whatever you know pair of headphones that also comes with a little microphone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have that plugged into it. It was it was. It was shit. Let's let's that's, be honest. That's that's <laughs> it. I, I never would even think to do that because like going back to when I do my promos or when I do a pre-intro, like having just the mic, uh, just the Apple headphones plugged into the phone directly. Yeah. Using uh, I use VRP seven Voice Recorder Pro seven. Okay. Uh, and it it literally makes it sound like I'm talking on the blue microphone that I'm talking on right now. Nice. Um, so it's it's at least to me again. I'm sure a real producer or a real audio engineer will be like, "Well, here's why <laughs> here's why that sucks and the blue microphone's better." That's great. But here's as, why you're a terrible human being at this yeah. thing that you love. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, I and my thing with like podcasting and like is that like I'm glad that it's almost at this point in 2017. It's so easy for anyone to do like. I'm of the mindset that everyone should try to do one because, uh, I just, I, I don't know. It just, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Like everyone has a unique story. I, I mean, I have a big queue of podcasts to listen to and I'll happily add years to it. I might not get to it for a year, but like, you know, I'm all for like a new voice and, and whatnot. And I'm glad that it's like, it is, I think for doing a podcast, like, you know, as a guy who is, I, I feel like I'm a content creator. Uh, the easiest thing to do at this point is a podcast. Yeah, uh, it's, absolutely. It's, I mean, I, I don't know anyone that doesn't have a smartphone. Uh, right. So, and, like, and the other thing is that distribution has gotten a lot easier. Like yeah. 
for a while there, uh, whenever you wanted to put your podcast on iTunes, you know, you have to have the RSS feed anyway, but now it's beforehand, like when I started, you had to log into iTunes, you had to have a lot, you know, a login and then you had to go to the podcast section, which was like all the way down at the bottom of the screen. And then there was like a little help menu thing, and then you would find your way to the podcast entry thing, and you would plug it in, you know, plug in your info, upload an image. Uh, sometimes you had to do it a couple of times, and then you had to wait like three weeks to find out if they even like accepted you to yeah. put you on the app yeah. or anything like that. And now they have a specific website just for. All you have to do is log in real quick. Whether you have an Apple login or not, you can create one. Uh, you just log in. Your whole dashboard is right there. Like, they, oh, they have a dashboard. Like, uh, it's amazing. You know, <laughs> and and the other awesome thing is a lot of the um, the blogging sites or, or or just the sites that allow you to create your own website. Uh, yeah. WordPress, for instance. Yeah. Uh, WordPress was not the first one in existence, but it was the first one to include the ability to drop in a podcast episode and have it appear just as a player on the front of your yeah. on the front of your you know site. And now every site that you go to does it. You know, it's it's guys just awesome. And and uh, you know, I have never tried uploading um, uploading the audio from my phone directly i normally a i mean i normally don't edit on my phone like that's the one thing i do i will you know email it to myself and then edit through uh, addition there right but uh you know i'm sure that like there is an easy way to not like, i know you can edit with GarageBand or whatever even you know um i think voice recorder pro lets you do some minor editing but you can edit on your phone uh if you know how to and then I'm sure you, at this point you can probably even upload it to WordPress um, yeah. or, or to wherever uh, from your phone. Like, it doesn't seem like that's out of the realm of possibility anymore. Like, I definitely, obviously, WordPress has an app that lets you create the post at the very least. And if, yeah. You know, it, I've posted a podcast from my phone before. There was some pre-work done before that, like the night before I <laughs> uploaded the, the audio to the to the server and had the, the right. image on my phone already to, that I wanted to use. Um, I'm sure there's a way that you can do it where you don't have to do that. But that's where I turn into an old man and I get scared of technology <laughs> and I just want to – I want to do it my way. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, you know, as far as uh, editing is concerned and stuff like that, the, and this is really a message to anybody thinking about doing a podcast or intimidated by the idea of podcasting and stuff like that uh, – Please, please don't be <laughs> like if you can figure out, you know, Microsoft Word or any of those kinds of basic programs and stuff like that, then you can figure out the editing software that's available yeah. nowadays, especially Audacity. Yeah. And like, you know, the other thing is that 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 I, I like to say to podcasters or people who think about podcasting is Please don't be afraid to fail either. Because like, like I said, I've done about 15, 16 shows. Yeah. Only three or so have been successful. Mm-hmm. But over all of that and, and over all these years and stuff like that, I found my voice 
like my my personal way of speaking and way of podcasting and that sort of thing pretty early on. Yeah. And, you know, it took it took three or four shows that failed and it took, you know, hours of just standing or sitting in front of a microphone just trying to trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work for me. And now it's been at the point since um like late twenty fourteen when we do like an episode of Pop and Bottles Dadcast, for instance, we talk about, you know, a couple of talking points beforehand, like we'll come up with like five, and then we hit record and we just go. And it's just a solid show yeah. the, from beginning to end. So practice, 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 practice. Every episode is practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's uh, when I um, we started this podcast, uh, this is probably, I guess, a year and a half ago. I um, I got the the. Uh, sorry, I, I heard myself on your side, so I start I started getting. Oh, out. are you hearing me? Yeah, no, I'm good now. I'm good. It, it went away. That's actually what threw me off. So, <laughs> this nice little edit point here. Uh, speaking of failing, um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I mean, it, I, at that point, I was nine years into podcasting, and I still had, you know difficulties I still had I ran into my own technical difficulties I created my own technical difficulties uh, it's something that uh, like I said it, it, I would say you know as a professional amateur podcaster uh, it's just, <laughs> it's a continuing learning experience and and um, I would say for me like it's finally to the point where like uh, until I get my studio finished remodeling and whatnot I'm sure that's when I'll run into more problems but you know I'm right. finally at a place where like audio wise that's like the least of my worries and and content wise like again that's this the format of this show is great like it's the least of my worries it's it's right booking guests and even editing like editing is the least of my worries because I, for me I, I did out of the 10 years I actually did like I think three to four of it uh, as a live stream on uh, on Stickcam, which okay. was huge back in I don't know, uh, I guess nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. It was like I think I, I forget when it shut down, but it was huge in like two thousand and nine ish. Right, uh, and you know once you're broadcasting live, like you're out there already. So there's no yeah. point in going in and editing out the, all the uhs and ums and whatnot because. It's again. It's already out there. That's at least my point of view. I'm sure almost every other podcaster would say no. You still should edit that out. Uh, I don't. Uh, you know, typically, um, you you know that like this show. I will do a couple little things to make sure it sounds good, and then it goes up. Uh, if just like yeah. you know, pull the curtain back. Uh, ben and I, 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 I fumbled a little bit and I'm going to edit a little bit something out of this. But other than that, like <laughs> rare, unless like someone specifically says, Hey, can you edit this thing I set out? Because I don't want people to know that I work wherever. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll edit that out. But other than that, everything goes up because it's just easier. Yeah. And, and one of the awesome things that kind of became, I think realized, or maybe it's just me and I'm onto something. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, or what well, you know, one of the things that I realized when I was listening to a lot of podcasts before I started and even after I started, like I was listening to a lot of Nerdist, mm-hmm. and I was listening to a lot of Kevin Smith, and I was listening to a lot of uh, Mark Marin, right? Okay, yeah. And I found that the ones that were the most interesting were Nerdist and Kevin Smith because 
it was always a conversation happening. Yes, yes. You know, you could tell in Marin's podcast, and I don't know if he still can because I, I just for some reason I stopped listening over the past like two years. I don't know. I think it's because he got super depressed about the election. But anyway, um, (laughs) it's, it's funny because a lot of people (laughs) tell me, cause I've never listened to Marin. Uh, and I, I, from what I understand, like I basically kind of, it's an interview show. So I kind of basically do his show, but I always look at my show more like a smodcast. It's just with a new co-host every week. Cause it's, yeah, I think I asked you two questions in the last hour. So like, it's barely interview, you know? Yeah, no, it's it, there is, and, and that's the beautiful thing about Nerdist, especially, is like, you know, they they have to talk about the thing that the famous person is there to promote at some point, mm-hmm. but that only takes up about fifteen seconds of the entire hour or however long they have to record. Like, they, you know, it's just there's something about just a good conversation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely agree. And like you can tell when it's not a good conversation, but even when it's not a good conversation, well, it's somebody famous, you can kind of fall back on the fact that, you know, you're asking questions to somebody famous and it's slightly interesting. Like the uh, yeah. The, I don't want to call it a horrible episode, but the episode of Nerdist with Harrison Ford. Oh my god, yeah, I've I've heard about this in this episode. It is one of the most awkward things to listen to in the entire universe, but it's Harrison Ford, it's Chris Hardwick. It's like watching a car accident happen, you know. Like. <laughs> I, I, so I I have a, a buddy who uh, is trying to get into the game of booking guests, and I was like, great. When uh, I was like, here's my wish list. If you get anyone on this wish list, I'll throw you a couple bucks just to like say thank you. Uh, right. And also, I was like, and here uh, I put Harrison Ford on this list. If you book him, I'll give you a hundred bucks. <laughs> That's like the. I mean, everyone on my list is pretty a pretty hard get, but I was like, he's going to be the impossible get. You make it happen. You deserve a hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, so I'm waiting for that because that's when I'll have to eat crow and have to pay up. But uh, <laughs> but again, like, it is it's worth it because like no matter how. Uh, dull that conversation might end up being like, hey it's me sitting down talking to Han Solo and Indiana Jones so like I don't I, 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 even if I didn't air it that's like a cool thing like I, so that's for me anyway uh, it's, <laughs> but yeah it's I agree like the, it's, uh, going back to one of the you know first things I said is like for me a good podcast like I've listened to plenty of podcasts that are two guys who aren't famous and they just sit around and talk because they're best friends and they end up being some of my favorite shows because right you know it's an honest conversation it's um they're having fun it's it's a passion that's when i can hear the passion in your projects like i'm all for it like that's what you like i would say that's nine tenths of podcasting is is passion because i've been in it right i haven't had passion and and that's when you start you know you know, oh, well, I'll skip a week or uh, I won't, you know, I'll skip a couple weeks or whatever. And like, I mean, it's happened on this show when, you know, going through what I went through with my, my, when my uncle had cancer, like it, it's just, they finally hit a point where it's like, I just can't do it. Like, I just need to, I need to laugh and, and not, you know, I need to focus on the other, I need to be a content absorber instead of a content creator and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, and I you go know, through those kinds of like lulls every yeah. once in a while where it's, you know, I'll go from doing, you know, at least a podcast a week. Sometimes, you know, every couple of weeks I'll do two in one week and that'll go on for about three months. And then the following three months, I'll probably put out like, I don't know, maybe six episodes. (laughs) And it, and it's just because I need to, 
recharge in a way. Yeah. You know, well, like, and it's it's also harder when you have kids as well. Like you have to. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I have a lot of guests that are like, well, I can't do your show at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, all right, well, I get it. Like, I understand. <laughs> uh, like, but I, like, I was like, my, my kids are monsters and they're awake till 10. So yeah. like, I can't, I can't do it until like, that. I mean, it's sorry that they ruled me and I, it's not the other way around, but, you know, <laughs> uh, and, and I feel like, like I'm like now that, uh, like the school, the new school year is starting. Like it's finally to a point where I can uh, maybe have normal hours, slightly normal hours again. But like that's yeah. I mean, you do get burned out from doing it because like you know, as as easy as it is, and as, as much as I tell everyone you should do a podcast, like there is a flip side. Like you will get burned out. It is like it's not oh, yeah. easy work, but if it's something you're interested in, like as long as you pick a topic that you're that you're passionate about. It will right. never really feel like work. It'll just, you know, maybe maybe it will, but like you'll be able to push through it, and maybe you'll have a little bit of a burnout here and there. But you, like you said, you can usually recharge. For me, it's 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 uh, usually because uh, I, you know, like I don't think I recorded. Like I said, I don't think I've recorded a proper interview uh, in like three weeks, three or four weeks, right. um, and that's just because like. You know, we've been going on vacations and whatnot. So, like, well, I don't want to schedule an interview unless I have to uh, d- during uh, like a prep week for a vacation, almost. Right. Um, and and then I find, like you said, like this week somehow I booked an uh, interview tonight and tomorrow. Uh, I'm a guest on Wednesday, and then I'm a guest on uh, another show on uh, Saturday. So, like, I was like, well, I booked myself four times for something this week. What the hell happened? Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's the same thing. And I think that's, like, you know, any, I think, as long as you know what you're getting into, you know, you, you, just, you just kind of like, it's like a roller coaster, a fun roller coaster. Yeah, and it's like, there's no FCC of podcasting. Like, yeah. there's no ratings board. There's no, you know, there's nobody out there. I mean, there's plenty of people out there who are going to tell you that you shouldn't, but there's nobody out there that will tell you that you can't or make you not do it. So, like, you know, something that I've been kind of toying with with a couple of shows that I've had going on is because I know that eventually I'm going to, you know, I'm going to burn out at some point. I'm going to need to recharge. Um, Just do it in seasons, you know? Yeah, yeah, like. Season one was, you know, episode one, right up until the last episode where I felt like, okay, I'm really trying to push myself and I'm really, you know, beating my brain into a desk before I turn on the microphone just so I can have something to talk about. It's like, hey, my eye hurts, you know, that sort of thing. And it's, uh, you know... Yeah, there's just there's no FCC of podcasting. Yeah, do what you want, and you know, pick a topic that you're passionate about, like you said, and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would say there's no bad topic except for like hate. Like, just don't be an asshole, really. Yeah, like, like you know, don't 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 be a white supremacist on the thing. <laughs> uh, you know, don't. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's no one stopping you from doing that yet, but yeah, it's uh, the whole you know free speech and and yeah. that sort of thing, and and but hopefully really, if just you want to talk it. about that sort of stuff, no one will listen yeah. to you. But yeah, you know. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, I guess if it's you know talking aimlessly into a microphone by yourself, uh, or actually going and and committing hate crimes, I guess right. take the podcasting route. Just realize not many people are going to listen to you. 
Yeah. Uh, not this podcast does not support hate. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not at weird, all. That's a weird little topic that I went on. <laughs> let's go. To, let's rear away from that. Uh, well, it has been uh, about an hour, uh, and uh, for us East Coasters, uh, it's eleven o'clock, eleven almost eleven thirty at night. So uh, I know that I have to get up and do some work tomorrow at some point. So uh, I will let you go if uh, unless you have any final words that you need to to lay out there for people. Um, I'll I'll have a little nerdgasm real quick and just say, uh, you know, to all you uh, to all you Earthlings out there, Klaatu Barada Nikto. Well, uh, I thought I was a nerd, but I have no idea what that means. So, well, you're gonna have to look it up, son. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to because, like, I, it's it's I I pride myself on being like a geeky nerd, but I the more that I talk to people, I realize like maybe I just kind of like. I know pop culture. I'm not really an expert at anything when it comes to nerdery. I just right. kind of, I have my feet in everything. Uh, yeah. So, well, anyway, uh, Ben, thanks for doing the show. Give your plugs out there so people know where to find you and your shows and whatever it is uh, that you're doing out there. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on, man. It was really awesome getting to meet you in, uh, in Philly uh, where we were doing a live episode of the Poppin' Bottles Dadcast. Uh, with me and my buddy Nick Brown. Um, all of these are on iTunes, by the way. Uh, I also do an Earth vs. Ben uh, episode every couple weeks. Oh, gosh. <coughs> oh, gosh. One sec. <laughs> you I need a drink. Too. Not a problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's better. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll try that again. <clears throat> well, thanks so much for having me on the show, dude. It was really awesome and awesome getting to meet you. Um, I do the Poppin' Bottles Dadcast with my buddy Nick, uh, which is every week. And uh, I also do Earth vs. Ben, which is also the name of my blog. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at BKMullen underscore, where you will find all of the other miscellaneous things that I do. <laughs> Uh, I'm about to show, start a podcast with my mom. I do a <laughs> podcast with my wife. I do a podcast with my dad called Dad's in the Kitchen, which is also available on iTunes. Uh, all that jazz. And, uh, yeah, go That's... subscribe. Go listen, because I may not be good at many things, but I am good at having a conversation. Yes, you know, it is literally what I say all the time about myself. It is weird, the parallels that we have. Uh, <laughs> strange, even. It's it's like a doppelganger uh, of sorts for each of us. Except it is kind of weird, but it's not. Yeah, at least we're cute, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and I, I gotta say, uh, it is. I, I've had podcasts uh, episodes where I had no idea where we were gonna go in a direction, um, and like where we've gone and talked about parenthood. And I thought that's where we were gonna go today. I was hoping that we that's where we we're gonna go today. And uh, ironically, the one episode that I would think it would go to, it went into <laughs> nothing about parenthood. So we'll have to have you on again at some point uh, to to maybe get more into. Uh, your podcast uh, any of your podcasts but also uh, what really intrigued me uh, during the live show was the fact that like I, it was a podcast that I could relate to as a parent and uh, watched a bunch of millennials scratch their heads at what you guys were doing oh, gosh yeah there, <laughs> there were a couple in the crowd that were just kind of 
I would make a joke about parenting and they would just kind of nod, you know? <laughs> and I mean, well, I'm, I'm just snickering in the background because I got right. every single thing. So uh, we'll have to have you on to talk more uh, about the different podcasts you do. I know you, uh, you, you wrote a book. Uh, see, I did a little bit of research. Oh, God, no, not my book. Not a, look, so, I didn't have an editor, okay? So, I didn't have an editor. So we'll have to have you on again at some point to get more into uh, the, the life of Ben, the life of BK Mullen underscore, uh, which is, it's. I feel like that's a unique enough name that no one else should have it on Twitter, but I guess someone else has it. Does someone else have it? Oh, so wait, you just picked <laughs> BK Mullen underscore because you wanted to? I, look, here's the thing. <laughs> I wanted something that would roll off the tongue easy. And the other thing is I went on there and I found a BK Mullen that was just an egghead and I knew it was just sitting there. Oh, Somebody okay. had taken it at some point and I'm like, I'm not paying this person any money. Okay. So okay. I'm just going to go with this. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I was like, please tell me you didn't choose the underscore by choice. You could have avoided it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thanks for being on the show again. Make sure, uh, super friends, you go and check out all the stuff that uh, Big Ben is doing out there in uh, podcast land. I'm super interested in the fact that he goes around and, and uh, talks to people about about podcasting. Well, I want to pick his brain personally about that, uh, but you guys don't want to hear that, so that's all fair stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, once again, thanks for doing the show. Make sure you find us on Twitter at Real Awesome Pod. You can find me on Twitter at That Nerdy Kev. That's where I do most of my... I, I self-promote myself, not the podcast. So that's where you should go to find out what I'm doing podcast when we're going live. Hopefully we'll have some news about our next live show coming up, hopefully in mid-September. So check it out uh, there or on awesomepodcast.com. We're also part of the Core Temp Arts Podcast Network. Check it out at coretemparts.com. For Everything is Awesome, I'm Kev, and we've been awesome. Thank you for listening to the Core Temp Arts Podcast Network. To listen to more Core Temp Arts shows, visit coretemparts.com.